Hello, you're listening to Petty Swap Podcast. My name is Kelly Blake. Let's get started. Last week, I talked a little bit about tough love, and I asked my listeners what they thought about it. And listener Marcy Casper writes that she never gave it much thought, especially when she was a new mom. She says she always tried to do the opposite of what she thought a certain someone would do. And a listener friend of Marcy's also wrote that the episode really made her think of her boyfriend and his kids. The boyfriend followed some of my parenting tips and the kids turned out just like mine. So that was interesting to hear that I'm not the only one that has had to deal with tough love on a personal basis. This week, we are talking about being gay, but not just being gay, being black and gay. And I have with me my daughter, Ashley Christian, and we're going to talk a little bit about her situation and how being gay and black affects her. Hi, Ashley. How are you? Doing pretty good. Hello, listeners. Um, When Ashley first told me uh, that she was gay, well, she told me she was bi, and I wasn't really shocked. In fact, when she came to me, she says, Mom, I have to tell you something. And being a young lady, my first thought was. (laughs) Well, yeah, because I had a boyfriend at the time, too. Well, yes, she did have a boyfriend. And I thought, are you pregnant? Because that was the worst thing I could think at the time. (laughs) Not that being pregnant is bad, but she was young, Mm -hmm. new relationship. And I thought, oh, man, are you pregnant? And she laughs and she says, not exactly. (laughs) And that's when she proceeded to tell me that she liked girls. Mm-hmm. And I I wasn't shocked. I, I don't think I ever really expected it, but um, it didn't bother me. And I was happy that she was happy regardless. I'm super glad about him. I'm super glad that she was okay with it. Um, I, yeah, it was because so many gay people get disowned by their parents and stuff like that. And it, it's very heartbreaking when I see stuff like that. And so my mom was very supportive and has continued to be supportive of my lifestyle. When you first told me though, were you really afraid? Did it take you a while to get the courage to tell me? Yes, (laughs) it did. I actually told everyone, but you, you were the last person to know. Um, we were living in Texas at the time and I had friends there and I had told all of them, like, I think I like girls. Like I've always kind of felt this way. Um, so it's about third grade, actually. I know that I liked girls. Um, and it's actually kind of a funny story and how I found that out, but we'll get into that later. Um, but yeah, I was terrified. Um, and there were so many times when I would go to tell you and I would like you'd be in the kitchen and I, you know, I'd be sitting there watching TV in the living room and I would like open my mouth to say something like, mom, I have something to tell you. And I would like go to say it and like nothing would come out. So I was like, never mind. Um, so yeah, it was, it was probably one of the scariest experiences of my life. And I don't know why, because you've always been super accepting, super open-minded. Um, you always told us to be who we are and you never really judged me or my brother for anything that we've done. But I, I don't know why I was so I was so scared to tell you, like, and I can't think of why. So what what do you what would have been the worst thing for you if I hadn't accepted? It? I mean, what could have been the worst case scenario for you 
when you told me? Um, I, I don't know. I thought you were going to be mad. Or I thought you were going to be like disappointed. Um, you know, and everything. A lot of pe- a lot of parents disown their children or like, you know, that's not okay. But because being gay is a choice, right? Yeah. Apparently. apparently. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I've known from a really young age though. Like, um, I, I do you remember when I did hands across the border? Yes. Okay. Um, and we had to go to, so at my school in elementary school, we had to do this thing uh, called hands across the border where we would go to New Mexico to see how they live and everything like that. And then we, um, they would come over to the United States and stay with us and see how we live and stuff like that. And so I went to New Mexico and no, I'm not New Mexico. Sorry. I went to Mexico and I had to share a bed with this girl who was from my school. I think she was a grade below me. And we had to share a bed. And I had, I remember having feelings like, wow, like this is nice. Like I like this. And I, I never told you this story. True story. I've never told my mom this story <laughs> of how I found out that I liked girls. And I, don't, I was like fourth, like fourth grade, maybe like third, fourth. No, it was before. It was like fourth grade, fifth grade, maybe. Um, yeah. And I was like, I don't know why, like this makes me feel tingly, I guess. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't know. I liked laying in bed next to a girl. Like, I don't know. It was really weird. And like, I also had a crush on my um like one of my teachers at school. And that's why I was like she was like tall and long black hair and her name was Miss Okimoto. She was like white and Asian. She was super cute. <laughs> Hope she doesn't listen to this because I know who she is. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Funny you thing know is my though. Hilarious. Yes. Well, I mean, if you're listening, I did have a really big crush on you. <laughs> but you know, the funny thing is, is People have crushes that doesn't necessarily, you know, throw up a red flag that, you know, that you're gay or whatever. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I guess that was a, a little bit of a hint. That was like my first, like, inkling of, like, there might be something else here. And, like, I, as I got older, I found myself, like, oh, like, I wonder what it would be like to kiss a girl and, like, you know what I mean, be with a girl. And I've always found, always found women attractive. And, yeah. I don't know. Just it got progressively more. I got more curious as I got older. So that brings me to the time that when you told me you were actually dating a young man, mm-hmm. and um, so of course I hoped that maybe it was a little phase at the time. <laughs> she did because I really liked the she young did. guy. I still do. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and and they they were first for each other. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> um, but what were your thoughts when you were dating him? Did you, well, were you trying to prove something to yourself or? I don't think that I was necessarily trying to prove something to myself. Um, but at the time I was still very confused because when you're younger, you don't really know, you know, like some people know, no, but like, I wasn't one of those people exactly. Like I always kind of struggled with like what's going on with, like in my head and how I feel about people. Um, so I, I did genuinely think that I was bisexual at first, you know, but then again, I had never been with a woman. I'd only been with him. So I didn't know that it was going to take such a turn, you know what I mean? So I was like, okay, well, I'm with a guy and I do like being with him and, you know, and everything is fine and I, and you know, everything's great, but I still had those feelings and I hadn't been with a female. So I thought that I was bisexual 
And then once we broke up, um, I ended up getting a girlfriend, you know, <laughs> and, um, and I was like, whoa, like, it was like, colors were brighter. And, you know, it was like that. It's like, it's super cliche, but it's like, everything clicked and it just made sense. You know what I mean? Like, it just was like, oh, like, like, I thought, like, I, I thought that, like, that's what I was feeling with this guy, but, like, actually, like, this is what, like, is so true to me. Like, this is what, like, I have been looking for my entire life. And once I got my first girlfriend, then it kind of, like, it was, like, someone to just put glasses on me for the first time, you know? So, after that relationship with the guy, it, after it ended, you mm-hmm. never had to question you never questioned it ever again about being no, with a guy or no, a girl I, okay yeah because like i find i do i do know what attractive men look like you know and i have no problem telling a man that he's a good looking guy or anything like that but i will never be with a man like i will never date a man I won't marry a man like there's i won't be in a relationship with a man it's just that's not i haven't had to question it since then women is just that's what I was supposed to be is I was supposed to be with women. Okay. And how have you ever been subjected to stereotyping or prejudice because of your skin color or because of your sexual choices? Well, I mean, not really. Um, thankfully we grew, I, I grew up in a small town, um, grew up here most of my life. And, um, the small town that we live in, it, there's a lot of mixed, there's a lot of mixed races, um, and a lot of gay or bisexual people in this town. Um, so I think growing up in the town that I did, I like definitely helped. I did get, I, I've gotten small things like when I was younger, I'd be like, oh, well, why are you doing this? Like you're black, or you know, you shouldn't like that because like you're black and like blah blah. And I'm just like. But I, I mean, I grew up with you, like you're, you're white and you know, I, mean? I am, huh? <laughs> I know. Shocker. Scary. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Terrifying. Oh, <laughs> um, but like, so I grew up in all kinds of like different cultures and loving different things and loving different music and different style. Like I always had my own kind of style. I don't really dress to fit anything. Um, I do get a lot of like, oh, like, do you want to be a boy? Because um, obviously you guys can't see me. For those of you who don't know me, I consider myself a stud lesbian, um, which means I dress in men's clothes. I am very masculine, but I still do love being a female. Like, I don't want to be a man. I just, it's more comfortable for me to wear masculine or men's clothes. Like, I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel myself in women's clothes. And I haven't since I was younger. Um, once my mom would stop dressing me, <laughs> just little little fact, y'all. She used to like buy me like pink stuff, and like she used to buy us matching clothes and stuff. And it was just <laughs> she, she did... was super cute in the pink clothes and the dresses <sighs> and the ruffled socks. To, uh, and to be fair, and I want to talk about that too, um, in a minute. But yeah, like so, I never, I don't know. I get a lot of like, oh, like you want to be a boy, or oh, like if you're gonna dress like a boy, you might as well be a boy. And it's just like that kind of sucks because it's like. There are so many different things that you can be in this world. Why limit yourself to one thing? And why I don't know why people try to put you like into a box. You know, like I don't understand why you just can't be you. And I get that from you, free thinker. You know, open minded like I always have. So 
Yeah, I mean, I've dealt with it a little bit, but thankfully not as not a lot. Not as not opposed to some people and gay men in the gay community get it way worse than lesbians do, and it sucks. Why do you think that? Why Why do you feel that people, you know, have a harder time accepting gay men than they do gay women? Well, it's the whole oh, like oh, like lesbian porn. You know what I mean? Like, like guys feel okay with girls making out with other girls in front of them or whatever and a lot of guys watch that kind of adult stuff and you know um but when it comes to a guy they they feel really like weird and like because growing up as a man you're always told like you have to be manly and you have to be tough and you know so like you can't cry you can't show your feelings and your emotions and that's not what men do you know, so like when a, a man comes along and they're trying to like question their masculinity or they see a really flamboyant gay man or an openly gay man, they're like, oh, well, that's not how a man is supposed to be. And Oh, you, you know, don't look at me or don't touch me because like I'm straight and like they they will go so far out of their way to prove that they're not gay or that, you know, they're a real man. And it's it's it sucks. Like I, I My heart goes out to, to gay men because they get it really badly, actually. Gay men and trans people get it really bad in our community. So you have a lot of gay friends, gay men. Yeah, I do, and actually. Do you notice, even in this small town, the differences of how people treat them compared to you? Yeah, yeah. There, But see, there's also a lot of down low people, though, too. So it sucks because we, we do live in a very, very small town. I grew up here most of my life. I know almost everyone here. Um. And it sucks because, like, my friends will tell me, like, oh, like, this dude hit me up, blah, blah, but, like, he's on the download, and then, like, I'll see them out, and they'll be, like, oh, well, like, they'll make some kind of, like, comment, and I'm, like, that's so messed up, you know what I mean, like, why would, you can't secretly be, like, oh, this and that when you're messaging someone on a dating site, and then when you see them in public, be rude and act like you don't know who they are, like, my friend actually just experienced that, we went out to the bar, and this guy who my friend used to talk to like you know whatever they would like talk and it was like his first boyfriend or something like that he came to the bar and he just completely acted like he didn't know him he was like hey like such and such and he was like what you know like being really rude as end up because he was around his friends and you know he was playing pool and thought he was cool and all that it just, it just sucks sometimes like the way we get like treated you know do you think that this is something that will ever change or do you think this is the way that people are and and what they think and what they feel and being gay is bad and and not just being gay but you're also black on top of this mm. not to emphasize that so much but with you know I I don't want to say it's all Trump but since Trump's you know presidency since he's been elected the prejudice and the stereotype has um, come out more. It's mm. intensified. It's always been there. Mm -hmm. But I think that he made people feel powerful in a way. And and the ones that are down low, maybe they're scared because they see how everybody else gets treated or how everybody else has been treated in front of them. So do you ever see where this is something that will change? or? Do you I mean, I mean, my my theory for everything has always been ignorance breeds hate. You know what I mean? 
And it's okay to be unknowledgeable and it's okay to ask questions if it's coming from a genuine wanting to know knowledge place, you know? And I feel like that's where a lot of people, like that's why I feel like that's when it's going to stop is when parents, even if their kids aren't gay or whatever, from just from a young age, just let them know like, Hey, if this is how you feel, or like, if this is something that you see, it is okay. And, you know, if you see someone with two moms, it is okay. If you see someone with two dads, it is okay. Or if you're, you know, a friend of yours comes out, it's okay. Like it's, there's nothing wrong with, you know, doing that. What people do in the privacy of their own home is their own business. And I feel like if we push that on kids more and talked about the LGBT, LGBT community young at a younger age and also there's no um like same sex uh like sex ed for school either like even little things like that you know like something to let everyone know like hey like this is okay and once we stop being ignorant and start asking questions and trying to be knowledgeable I feel like maybe one day it'll change and as far as being uh black that is I'm terrified honestly like I got pulled over, you know, I got pulled over. I ran into some legal issues lately. Um, and I got pulled over and I had like, he pulled me out of the car and I was terrified. I was by myself. I was somewhere that I didn't know. Um, and I was like, if I make, I put my, like, this is how bad it is in this world where I put my hands just, I was standing on the side of the road. And I just put my hands in my pocket cause I was nervous. And then I realized, oh crap, I better take my hands out of my pocket before he thinks that I have something and pulls a gun on me. You know what I mean? Like I, I have to think about that in this day and age. And that's sad that you can't even have your hands in your pockets or you can't even put your hands like just behind your back out of a nervous habit because you're getting pulled over. It's nerve wracking. Um, and he pulls you out of your car and everything. And you're just, you're, you have anxiety. Um, and then you have to think, oh no, I better be careful and make sure he can see my hands because people are getting shot for, you know, pulling their, uh, wallet out of their glove box or you know whatever the case may be so like it's it's definitely terrifying it's definitely something that has affected me especially lately um yeah it, it sucks it's not it's not a fun thing to do and not a lot of people realize it not a lot of people will ever understand what that's like you know to be black in america right now and i'm very for the black lives matter movement i'm very for all of the protesting that people are doing for it. I feel very close to it. Like I'm only half black, but I still stand very close to it. I'm very still connected to my black side. Um, and it breaks my heart to see all of these um, innocent black people being killed over things and people not getting justice for it. Like it sucks and it's, it's and unfair. A lot of what it boils down to is stereotypes mm -hmm. and prejudice. And I agree with you, education and acceptance mm -hmm. is probably the biggest key. And you do have to start early. You know, it, it like I said, it's always been here. And now it's just more visible to people because of social media and mm -hmm. the cell phones and people recording things. But, um, you know, it's one thing I I witnessed and I was, you know, I had to deal with when I decided to be with a black man and have my child. And it was something that I was subjected to, but I was never that kind of person. And, you know, when I introduced my daughter, I don't tell people, Hey, 
this is my black gay daughter, you know. <laughs> I would really hope not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I say this is my daughter. This is Ashley. Mm -hmm. Because to me, I don't see that color. I don't see that she's gay. And I don't understand why other people do. And I know they do. But, you know, we don't walk around and introduce our, our pet like, oh, this is my chihuahua, Poco. We mm -hmm. say this is my dog, you know. Mm -hmm. This is my daughter. She's, I don't have to walk around and say this is my gay black daughter. She is what she is. And I know it's not a choice. Yeah, and you don't feel the need to, like, warn people before they see me. Like, right. oh, like, oh, yeah, my daughter is on her way. Like, oh, she's black, by the way. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, which is good. But a lot of people are like that because I think they're they're afraid to know what's different and they're closed minded and, mm -hmm. you know, judgmental. And that's the thing that hurts me the most is I see people every day on social media, people that I've known since they were little. They still, um, you know, they're they're for one side or the other. And 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 that's fine. But when you're bashing that one side, then you are contributing to the problem just like everybody else is. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to find a way to come together and, you know. Yeah, I agree. Like my my favorite thing is, is telling people like ignorance isn't or hate isn't born. It's taught. Like exactly. you can't like kids and babies aren't born and they just come out of the womb and they're like, oh, like. I don't like you because you're black or you're a different skin color than me or whatever. It's like, those are behaviors that are taught. Those are behaviors that are learned through the parents and family members and people who you surround yourself with and people who you surround like your kids with. And like, that's why I'm glad that I have the mother that I have um, because she surrounded me with so many different people. And I've seen people from all kinds of walks of life, but I've never judged people for how they live or their skin color or anything like that because it's it's just not right that's just not how you should see people like i i'm glad that my mom doesn't introduce me as you know oh this is my black gay daughter you know cuz i'm much more than that i'm not just some black girl i'm not just some lesbian you know like i i have more to me than that i'm a good person like you know like i'm a, a person not just a color you know and I, I just want to say something real quick. Um, my husband is disabled and he has a <laughs> DNR on the refrigerator. And I never really paid that much attention to it because it's just a part of life for us. It's something that's common. And we had a friend over and she's just started laughing to herself. And she said, it's so cute that on the, the line that says race, he wrote human race. And that's really true. That's how we both feel. We're all a part of the human race, whether, you know, we're gay, straight, bi, uh, trans, whatever. We're all human race and mm -hmm. we should treat each other accordingly. Mm -hmm. So on a lighter note, I want to go back to the clothing thing that Ashley brought up. She said she wanted to talk about the clothes I would dress for. Oh, in. yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> well, it, this is more of like a a self thing for me. Um, it doesn't really have to do with the clothes, but it kind of does. Um, it just reminded me of like I don't know if I ever told you like how I felt about everything because like a lot of people would always ask me like oh like how did your mom feel you know like and how did your mom take it when you told her and blah blah and like when you started dressing more like a boy and then like I've always been more tomboys like you would buy me clothes but like sometimes like I would have like the baggy pants and the baggy shirts and everything like that um 
but honestly, like I felt really bad. I had a lot of guilt when I was younger about being gay only because of me liking to wear men's clothes and like, you don't have a daughter. You know what I mean? Like I know, and I knew that you wanted a daughter to like do those daughter things with like nails and you know, wear cute outfits and like go shopping. Together. I did do her nails too. She did. She did. But see, and that's why I would let you do things like that. You know what I mean? And makeup. <laughs> yeah. You did my makeup for prom back yes. when I was still kind of girly. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and she wore a dress. I did wear a dress. <laughs> Jesus. I don't think I've worn a dress. No, I have not worn a dress since then. That was what, like 18, 17, something like that? Yeah. So you you had feelings of guilt towards you because like, I felt bad because I wanted you thought I wanted so much more. I thought you wanted like the girly daughter, and I just what like well, that's I, and, fun. And, and but... I, no, 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 and I know, and I know you're okay with it and everything now. But like when I was younger, I didn't understand that. Like I just felt really bad. Like that's why I still did try for such a long time, um, even all the way up to when we were living in Washington because I still dress kind of girly sometimes. Um, I tried. You know what I mean? And I tried for way longer than I would have wanted to, but I did it for you um, because I knew that you wanted that girly daughter. I knew that you wanted that. You have two sons, basically now three with me, <laughs> you know? Um, so I, I I felt bad and I did have a lot of guilt, but that other than that, like I, I didn't feel any other type of way about it, but I did have a, a lot of guilt when I was younger. You were super cute though. <laughs> <laughs> she was adorable in her little lace socks and undies in her dress. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, really, the one, the only thing that really bothered me that I had a hard time letting go of, and she doesn't know this, was her hair. <sighs> that, well, she knew I was mad at her. Oh, yeah. She knew yeah. I was mad when she cut it. But for me, that... I don't know why. I don't know what was so important because it's not my hair. But mm -hmm. I had a hard time accepting when she cut her hair off and she cut it into a mohawk. And I refuse. I did not. Fun fact. My 12-year-old brother did it. Yeah. The juvenile delinquent. Yeah. Um, and I had the hardest time. I was devastated. Mm -hmm. It was a part of her. That was my little girl. That, mm -hmm. was, that was a part of her that that just i couldn't handle it uh, you know no more braids and no more beads oh, and so mad you know so that i think was the point for me and i i was like well there's no going back now <laughs> you know and i just let it go but you know she turned 18 and i couldn't buy her clothes anymore and i couldn't fix her hair anymore so you know i had to let it be as it was um and yeah and i'm not compared to my brother <laughs> i'm i was a good child i wasn't really rebellious i didn't really do a lot you know i i just i really didn't like i was i was a pretty decent kid um but the whole hair thing it was the one thing that me and my mom really butted heads on and i remember asking her for months before then i was like can i please get a mohawk which is what i shaved my head into and I was like, please. And she just was like, no, like, you can't do that. Like, if you do it, like, I'll disown you and blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> I didn't disown her. She didn't but... disown me. She didn't really mean it. But she like, I didn't know how. So because me and my mom, we were very jokey, friendshipy kind of mother daughter relationship. So I didn't realize how serious she was. 
Um, even though she wasn't going to completely disown me, but she was still very dead set against me cutting my hair. Um, and one day she came home from work and it was gone, straight up gone. Um, <laughs> not happy. Um, she didn't talk to me for a good couple days. Um, and then she wouldn't even take me anywhere because at the time I didn't have a car. Um, and she <laughs> wouldn't take me anywhere with her. And then finally she took me places with her, but she was like, you have to wear a hat. <laughs> and then she finally, oh, she hit all the scissors, all the razors, everything, anything. Like, I'm surprised she didn't have the kitchen knives, honestly. Like, these are all true stories, people. Like, this, this, <laughs> this is my family. <laughs> um, and then we moved from Washington back to here. And Arizona. Arizona, yeah, where we currently live now. Um, and I shaved the mohawk off because it was getting really long and I didn't want to deal with it anymore. And the sides were getting really long. She wouldn't let me cut it. But I, she agreed to let me just cut the mohawk off. And ever since then, I've just had short hair. And it was, that was the only real, like, rebellious thing that I've ever done to, like, really make my mom upset. Um, but it was, it was, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It was so freeing and so me and so and because you know me like I'm just that the Mohawk is me. I think that was your way of actually taking a stand and saying this is me. Yeah. You know, I'm going to do it. This is who I am. And, and it's your fault. I'm going to show you. It's my fault you're gay? No. Well, I mean, kind of. No. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's your fault for me doing that, though, because you told me to be true to me. She always raised me and my brother to stand up for ourselves and do what we feel is right for us and be us to, you know, to the hundredth percent, like always just be you no matter what and that was my way of being me and it upset you and I know that it upset you but eventually we both got over it we both got to a good place and now you've accepted that I just I keep my hair short now um I still want her to grow it but she uh, won't it's not gonna happen won't. <laughs> I won't probably ever she's a shower not a grower <laughs> but I will tell you another time and it doesn't it it's only happened once or twice but her choices in women. That's when we butt oh, heads. Because I'm telling you, one thing. <laughs> oh, wait. I was going to say the one thing you didn't get from me was your taste. But obviously, I haven't had good taste. I love in it. That's either, so. a straight up lie. Don't lie to these people. So, <laughs> so let me tell I'm not going to get into details, but some of these heifers <laughs> Mom. that she has chosen. <laughs> In the past. Oh, here it goes. Yeah, that she's right. she's right. Those that's the only time that we put heads. Um, but she has no room to talk because look how long it took you to find Remo, and you found Remo, and he's great, and I love him so much, and he's mellowed you out, which my mom was a wild animal. <laughs> an animal she, ouch yeah well whatever i didn't but, choose to be an animal like you didn't choose to be gay fair so fair. you know we didn't choose the crazy life it shows us um but it happens i mean i'm still i mean i'm 27 but i'm still figuring myself out and i'm still figuring out a lot of things in life um and unfortunately that's just some of the bumps along the way that you know they've hit me hard but i've had a great support system. I have a great friend group um, who stays around me and supports me 
even through all my shitty decisions, I have a great mother, a great stepfather um, who have always been there for me and will continue to be there for me. And that's, I mean, I think that's really what matters. Like, I don't have the perfect life and I don't have the perfect family and I don't have a big family, but the little family and my friends that I consider family that I do have, have been unbelievably amazing. Cause I mean, I've went through my divorce recently and everything. Well, in the past year, I went through a divorce and everyone has just been super, super helpful. From one of those heifers. Ah. <laughs> and um, it's, it's, it was hard. It was a really hard. It's been a really hard year for me, um, but I've been working really, really hard to get my life back on track. And my mom's been very helpful with, uh, for me during this last year. And my friends have been unbelievably helpful, helpful for me or to me or whatever um, this past year. And it's just been really, really great. Um, so I think that, that also ties into being gay and being black. Um, having a good support system is always a great thing, no matter what you're doing, whether if you know you're straight and you're just making bad decisions or whatever the case may be, or if you are gay or you know you it, having a good support system around you and people who love and accept you genuinely for just who you are as a person is really really great and it makes you feel like you're not alone and you you know you can be yourself and there's there's nothing greater than being able to be yourself you know and be yourself fully without judgment. So I agree. Yeah. So today we talked with Ashley about how she felt about being gay and black mm. in the USA. <laughs> she had to throw that in there. I told her not to. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're kind of curious as to how everybody else feels about this and any experiences you may have had, um, good or bad. What are your thoughts? Go ahead and leave us a message. And until next week. We should, we side note, people. We should turn this in like a dating show. Help me out, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm single. If any ladies. Uh... There, there's a, sh- a shout out for my daughter, <laughs> Ashley Christian, currently single. Lives in a small town in Arizona. Go Perfect. ahead and leave a message if you'd like to. Get them digits. Hey, single ladies. Hello. <laughs> All single ladies. All, single ladies. All right. On, <laughs> on a serious Sorry, note, guys. though, um, we did have a lot of fun today mm-hmm. talking about being gay and black and uh, some of our experiences on both sides, good and bad. So mm-hmm. if you have anything that you'd like to add to it, go ahead and leave a message and maybe we'll put your name in the next podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a good day.